Linux in the Shell, Episode 23, The Date Command. My name is Dan Washko, I'll be your host today, and before starting, I'd like to thank Hacker Public Radio for not only hosting the website, but also the audio files. If you have not already contributed or listened to Hacker Public Radio, I strongly suggest that you do so. It's a fantastic community. So head on over to hackerpublicradio.org to find out what you can do and the wonderful shows that are already available for your listening, pleasure, and education. Today we're going to talk about the date command, which is a extremely versatile tool, particularly for getting timestamps and displaying date and other types of information. Uh, it's, I use it all the time in scripts to to uh, not only, like I say, set a timestamp, um, but to do some comparisons and, and stuff like that in there. It's, it's extremely useful. Now the date command makes use of the LC underscore time value of your locale. Uh, now the locale is set when you install a system when it asks you for your time zone and you know your keyboard, your language defaults and stuff like that. That is generally what, what sets up your locale. So uh, LC time or what date uses for the time formatting is part of locale. Locale uh, basically sets your language and cultural uh, formatting for things like date, time, currency, and all that. So, uh, now how you adjust locale and where that set, those settings are stored, a little beyond the scope of this episode, but in, in a nutshell, again, on Arch system, it's in the etsy.locale.com file. On a Red Hat based system, it's, uh, that information is stored in etsy, uh, slash sysconfig slash i18n. On a Debian-based system, it's in Etsy default slash locale. Uh, look at your, doc your documentation for your distribution if you really want to know how to set your locale or reset it or to temporary, temporarily set your locale for, you know, whatever purposes that you would want to. Um, but anyway, uh, the date command uses the uh, LC underscore time values of your locale. Uh, and... Just issuing the date command by itself. Now, I'm going to to preface by saying a lot of the examples on the website, maybe some of the things I'll express here or in the video, uh, the LC time value is uh, en underscore us dot utf dash eight. So it's it's an, I'm coming from a U.S. English perspective here, and my my time zone is America slash New York, so it's Eastern time zone with daylight savings time. Uh, so be aware of that. Your mileage may vary if you're in a different time zone, different part of the world. Uh, so be aware of that. Different country. Okay, anyway. Issuing the date command by itself is just going to display the current date and time of your system. The value is going to come out looking like something like Saturday, February 9th, 11, 48, 51, 
time zone being Eastern and the year 2013. Uh, so that that's kind of the default format on my system when I issue the date command. Now, let's say that you want to find a different time instead of the, the current time. Uh, and then you might say, well, if I already know the time that I'm looking for, why would I want to find it? Well, uh, let's come at it from a different perspective. The dash D option, or dash date equals, takes a, a date as a, as a string format and returns the value. And you say, well, okay, but what would I put in there? Well, you don't necessarily just put in, like, I, you don't put in April 14th. 2013 and it doesn't just spit back April 14th 2013 in all actuality it would but it would add some other information on there like probably the hour which would be set to midnight 0000, 000, 000 minutes 000, 000 seconds whatever and, and but anyway what it what you would want to do a lot of times with the dash d option is to say like date dash d five days and that will tell you the date five days from now that full format, it would set the option to be, you know, just like the the format that we talked about right now before, and the actual syntax would have been date five days. So it would look at the current date of the system and just advance it five days and give you that information. You can do date two days ago, and it would show you those the date two days ago. You Again, you might be saying, okay. That starts to make some sense there. I can get some pretty good information if I had that in the script. So you, you can do a bunch of different options in there, passing there. You could do like days, months, years, hours, minutes, seconds. You could put a go in there. It'll show you the pass. So if you did like date dash D five minutes, it would show you five minutes in the future or five months. It would show you five months into the future with the, the date would be five months in the future. Now, that's going to come in real handy when we start talking in a few minutes about different ways to format the date. Because you can pull some really great information out of there. Like you can get the day of the week of the date five days from now or five months from now. This day of the month, five days from now, what day of the week it's going to be. Or you can look back and say this day in 2005, seven years ago. No, it would be eight years ago now, sorry print out the day of the week it was and so we'll get to that in just a minute but before before we continue on the dash f or dash dash file equals option what that does is it allows you to do the same thing as dash d but it takes as input a file that in each line has those parameters in it so for instance if you had a, a file that's called date file and the first line was you know five days ago second line was one month and the third line was two hours, ten minutes, and the fourth option was like Monday. It would pass to the date command those values. So it would show you the date value three, you know, five days in the past, one month in the future, two hours, ten minutes in the future. It would show you the date of the next following Sunday coming up, or Monday, what I said right there. So you can do, like, those parameters that you would pass with the dash D, you can pass those, uh, in a, in, put those into a file as many as you want, and pass the dash F command and, the, and that file name, and it would spit out the values for each line. So that, that could be pretty handy. Uh, so that, that, those are pretty neat options right there. Let's talk about formatting the output of the date command. Now, I could get really, really 
dry and boring here. Maybe if some of you haven't thought this might be a little boring already, but how could it be? This is exciting stuff, Linux in the shell. You can, you, there, there are a ton of different ways to display different values of the dates, but the format is, is the same. It execute the date command. And if you want to get just specific values of the date or time, it's the plus sign followed by a percentage and a variable. And the variables are all like single letter variables, both upper and lower case, and there's a ton of them. But for instance, if you wanted to get to show just this, the full year, the full four year string, that's four characters of the year string, that would be date plus percent capital Y. If you wanted to just look at the um, name of the day of the full day of the week, that would be date plus percent capital A. So there's a whole bunch of those different things in there. And as you can see, you can start stringing those those values together because uh, the formatting in this is that it, it accepts other characters in there, but it translates the percentage and the variable into what that value for the date command is. So like if you did uh, date plus percent capital Y dash percent M, so that's lowercase m, dash percent D, that's going to give you the full date format of percent capital Y is equal to 2013, this is the year, puts a dash in there, then it gives you the month, then puts a dash in there and gives you the year. So if you wanted to actually print out a string like um, today is the day of the week, day name of the week, it would be plus, you would put in double quotes, double quotes plus, well you wouldn't put plus yet, it'd be double quotes, today is plus percent capital A uh, space of the week and the double quotes and that would print out whatever it is, it would be like for instance right now recording this, today is Saturday of the week, that doesn't make sense but you get the idea right there. Uh, so the, you can format. Now, let's let's go back a second there to when I was talking about the dash D command, okay? When I said the dash D, like I said, well, let's say that you wanted to find the day, this, like today. Today is Saturday, February 10th, 2013. What was the day of the week a year ago? What was the day of the week? Well, if you would put in, if you would type in for the date command, date, and then dash D, one year ago, that's going to give you this day, a year ago, February 9th, a year ago. And that would be, putting it in, February 9th, a year ago, that would be Thursday, the week. But I could just get the day of the week by putting percent A, so I would do date, dash D, in double quotes one year ago, close the double quotes and do plus percent A, and all I'm getting back is Thursday, the full string. So you can get some really cool stuff. Now, there are some some values that aren't necessarily displayed in the default output of the date command, um, or they're, they're displayed in different ways. Uh, you can get, uh, and so you can have, alter those values to come back when you do a dash D option. It's really handy. So you can look ahead into the future and say, what's it going to be? What's today's date going to be a year from now? Well, it's not going to be Saturday 
a year from now. The date is going to be a year from now, Sunday. So it's just going to be one day in in ahead. Really cool stuff. Really fun. Great great stuff with the date command. Uh, if you want to know all those different variables, like uh, percent capital C is going to give you the century that we're in. Head on over to the website, look it up, or just go to man date. That's going to tell you all that information. Now, there are some other options to date that you probably, uh, other formatting options. By default, the date command pads empty spaces with zeros. So if you had a single digit month, day, hour, it would prepend a zero to that, like uh, 1 p.m. would be 0, 1 p.m. by default. You can change those values or how that, that behavior with a few formatting options, flags that go in between the percent sign and the variable. Like, let's, we're talking about, uh, we'll, we'll start with just talking about m minute. Now, minute is, minute of the day is uh, percent capital M, and it has a leading zero. If you put a percent hyphen capital M, all right, then that removes the, the, the padded zero. So it gets rid of the zero. It does not do any padding. If instead of, of a hyphen, you put an underscore in there, so percent underscore capital M, it changes, uh, it changes the zero paddings with, with spaces. So what was before zero nine now becomes space nine. If you put a zero in between, value percent zero capital M, you get padded with zeros, which is the default of what we're talking about. Now there's another two options here. One is the caret, which is typically that symbol above the six. What you do is uh, plus percent caret, and let's choose a different one. Percent P shows AM or PM is capitalized. Percent capital P shows AM or PM but lowercase. Well, if you did plus percent caret, capital P, that's equivalent to doing plus percent P because the caret says use uppercase if possible. So it, it, it would change the lowercase am in the percent capital P to uppercase. There was the same thing with the uh, hash or the pound sign. That uses lowercase if possible. So that would change percent lowercase P, which is capital am or PM. If you did percent pound lowercase p, it would change it from capital to lowercase. There's a couple of things there. Now, there's there's an option also to append a number. If you append a number between the percent and the variable that you're using, it uh, will specify the width of the field. Um, in my playing around with this and experience, the appending, like if you did a plus percent 8y, capital Y, that's going to append 8 fields in front of the four-digit year. Okay, so you're going to get, by default, eight zeros in front of the year. Now, if you were to do plus percent 2y, it does not limit it to only the, the uh, two characters. It doesn't truncate values. I have not found it to truncate values. It will only pad if the value is greater than the fields being returned, the number of, of fields being returned. Just be aware of that. 
There are some other options that are only really supported by specific locales. One is a, da is a capital E. So if you were to put a percent capital E and any one of the these following variables, uh, lower or uppercase C, lower or uppercase X, lower or uppercase Y, it will use an alternative representation for the values. Now the man file gives an example of, of using it in like Japanese locale where it would show you, and using with the year, it would show you the year from the emperor's reign. Uh, something like that. I don't have any alternate values that I can see on my uh, my locale. Similarly with uh, putting zero, uh, which can only be applied to numeric conversions. If you do a percent zero and the value, it'll use in a locale's alternative with numeric system if you have one. I have not had anything like that. Uh, for me so just to be aware of that all right so we've covered a lot of basic uses of what you would use the date command how you can format variables there are a few other uh, flags there that you can use um, for specifically displaying the, the output of the date command in specific ISOs or RFC formats one is the dash capital R or dash dash RFC dash 2822 and that will output the format in the RFC-2822 format, which by default on my system gives returns uh, Saturday, comma, 09, Feb, uh, it uses Feb, abbreviation of the month. Then it gives the year 2013 and the time, uh, hour, minute, second, and then also displays the time numeric time zone value, which is negative 0500. Uh, there are two other options, dash capital I or dash dash ISO dash 8601. That one by default just displays the date in the format of four-digit year, dash month, dash day. Uh, then there's also RFC dash 3339 or dash dash RFC dash 3339. Now be aware that that one requires a time spec to be passed to it. Now both the dash I and dash dash RFC dash 3339 uh, dash I will accept a time spec but it's not required. RFC dash 3339 requires a time spec and what the what a time spec is is it differs between the two because they accept different time specs but it could be one of these uh, for I both ISO 806001 and RFC 3339, they accept date as time spec, just the word date, and it returns that date like they both return the year dash month dash day. Then uh, ISO 8601 accepts hours and minutes, and what those two do, those do is that will print for hours, it will print the the date and then T for time, capital T, and then the hour and then the time zone offset. And if you do minutes, it will do the, you know, the, the year, capital T, hour, colon, minutes, and then the time zone offset. Now both RFC-3339 and ISO 8601 accept seconds, and that does the formatting of the year, uh, well, the date, the year, month, day, T, hour, minute, second, and time zone offset. Now the difference between the two is ISO 8601 shows time 
zone offset as being like 0500, whereas RFC-3339 shows the offset as as a you know minus zero five colon zero zero. All right, and then the final option to both of those is NS for nanoseconds, which shows you that the, almost the exact same string I was talking about before, but after seconds it has a comma and uh, puts the uh, nanoseconds value in there. That's uh, typically a, a rather large string right there, and shows you the nanoseconds that it's at. There is a way to display universal or UTC time, and that's a uh, date dash u or dash dash utc or dash dash universal that will output the uh the current time and utc that can be very handy and that uh covers it for displaying the date the date command also allows you to set your system's date or time with the dash s option and if you do uh date dash s and you specify a, a time, like for instance, dash date S in double quotes, like 2013 dash 01 dash 15, um, and then 08 colon 15 colon 44. That's going to set the current system date to the year 2013 to the month of January to the day of January 15th. That'll become the date. Then the time is going to be 8. 15 a.m. 44 seconds. Now, you have to have elevated or root privileges to be able to adjust your, your system's date and time. Uh, and if you're using something like NTP and Network Time Protocol, you probably don't want to be messing around with your date, but you, you can. You can adjust your date. If you leave off any values, they just get set to zero. Um, so if you just specified the date, it would set the uh, time to 0000, zero, 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 zero as if it was midnight, the stroke of midnight. The final switch that I want to make reference to is called the reference switch. That is dash R or dash dash reference equals and some file name. And what that'll do is it will allow you to display the last modification time of a file. And then you can use the formatting variables to display that value any format that you want to. So that's again, that's the dash r or dash dash reference equals file and displays the last modification time of that file. That's the date command in a nutshell describing it. It's a very powerful tool, wonderful to have. I strongly recommend you get a little comfortable with it because it'll help you with scripts um, and, and doing backups and all sorts of nifty things. Always using the, the date command. Uh, head on over to the website, linuxintheshell.org. Check out the write-up on it to get more information on using the date command and to watch the video on some of the examples. My name has been Dan Washko. I thank you for listening to Linux in the Shell. I strongly encourage you to support Hacker Public Radio that supports this show. And you have a great day. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All BinRef projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. 
unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.